Hey everyone, Sensei Victoria Whitfield here, your journey partner in business, welcoming you back to episode 170 of the Journeypreneur podcast. This is your source for channel holistic stress management techniques, guidance, inspiration, and motivation to stay on your path to rapid financial ascension and massive impact as a conscious entrepreneur. So in this podcast episode, let's keep going on our 45 Lives journey. This is another excerpt from my 45 Lives series uh, off of Facebook. And what we're talking about today is sharing your story versus establishing powerful boundaries. Let's get into it, shall we? Hey everyone, Sensei Victoria Whitfield here, your journey partner in business. You can find me at naturalintuition.com where I help purpose-driven entrepreneurs create a stress-free business and lifestyle. Right. Um, so this is day four of 45 Live. Shout out to Wanda Toro Torini who challenged me to go live and share for 45 days straight. And hey, I'm coaching with her to work on visibility, so might as well listen to her, yes? <laughs> so I decided I'm going to go live for 45 days to share my greatest gifts, um, and which is basically my best takeaway from the workday. And I'm on a non-workday. Again, it's Sunday. Um, by the way, if you're watching live, put hashtag live. Um, so I know you're journeying with me. If you are watching on the replay, put hashtag replay. So I know you're journeying with me and I want to love up and figure out who, who is journeying with me. It's so interesting to know, um, who's with me on this experience. And so from today, there wasn't too much, uh, work related to my business. Celebrating that. Yes. So proud. Um, and I'm also celebrating Holy crap, my energy is great. My energy is feeling so much better um, because of the ionizer and just better air quality. Oh, so happy uh, to climb out of whatever level of exhaustion this must have been. Maybe it was seasonal affective disorder. Who knows? Whatever. But I am so happy and grateful now that I've taken excellent care of my air and now have more access to my energy super good celebrating that I'm also celebrating that although it is um, a non-work day right it's a day off for me I'm celebrating that today was super productive right got food cooked for the week tidied up the house right and all of that but also did some really fabulous networking on Clubhouse so if you are not on Clubhouse, send me a PM, let me know, um, either I or I know a whole bunch of people who have uh, Clubhouse invites, but I highly recommend it. It's for iPhone only, though, so you can go and, and get one online or an iPad or something if you want to hop in, but really powerful, high-level networking and amazing conversations, and I had the pleasure of getting to moderate for a dear love and friend of mine, Andrew Mellon, um, this morning, Sunday morning, he did a wonderful decluttering your mind and space uh, conversation. He's an incredible, powerful, um, essentialist uh, professional organizer, and he's just wonderful to, to get to sit and support him and hold positive space 
for him as well as uh, protect boundaries. But it was interesting hearing him work the room. And we had like over 83 people in the room or something like that. Um, and how... <laughs> How good Andrew is. Andrew, I love you, dear. I love you so much for this. How good he is at training people to keep their communication clean. And especially in the, like, coaching and personal growth and personal transformational fields, it can get kind of mixed up with therapy and in therapy, you just sit there and say all of the things that you don't get to say. Or I've, I've been through therapy um, before, and it is so nice that the person is just there to listen. I'm like, all right, well, what do you want to say? And you just, blah, you can go and dump, and it's great and clear. The energy is so fabulous. I highly recommend therapy. Two thumbs up, but at the same time, coaching is not therapy. So what I love about Andrew Deere is he is so clear around um, keeping your communication just like neat and tidy and uh, especially around story. And what I also am celebrating, I'm just going to celebrate the shit out of you, Andrew, I love you. Um, what I also celebrate about him is he's not Marie Kondo. He's like, I don't want you to have a relationship with your stuff. It is an inanimate object. Get over it. <laughs> oh my God. There was like this guy on the clubhouse talking about like, you know, I still have this pair of shoes that my mother gave me when I was like eight years old. And you know, I I still haven't thrown them out and I feel like if I throw them out I'm gonna like I'm gonna injure my mother or like kick her out of my life and she's just passed on so I'm worried I'm like reject her he's like they're a pair of shoes <laughs> but this is the, this is a great example of story story and Oh my goodness gracious, not only in the coaching industry, but in the energy therapy industry, there's this crazy kind of overlap between um, how much space, especially in a group setting, one can and should be taking up in the conversation. Um, because I've had many people conflate me with being a therapist. I am not a psychologist. I'm not a psychotherapist. I no, no, I do energy clearing. Two very different things, but there are some people and maybe you've, I'm curious if you've ever seen this, by the way, if you're watching live, put hashtag live. So I know you're journeying with me. Um, and if you're watching on the replay, put hashtag replay, right? So that I know who, who do I get to love up? Um, and who am I receiving? being here with me uh, in these daily frames and teaching moments. But it if you ever had this experience where you go to the yoga class or you go to the salon or you go to the meditation class or you go to the coaching or the mastermind meeting and stuff like that and someone just starts emotionally dumping 
and it makes all of the or even in the team meeting it just they start unloading and telling all the story of what happened and how they are trying to figure out in the moment how they felt about it and like if you ever had that experience or or maybe you just wanted to like have dinner together um like as friends and things it's just they start sucking all of the air out of the room telling their story telling their story the story of what happened right and if you're like me you've had therapy you know that that's what you do with a therapist you go and you tell the story of what had happened was <laughs> and then go into all of the feelings that you may have around it etc whereas in other settings it can start to eat up the energy of the conversation really super fast and so what I appreciate about Andrew dear I love you I love you you're the best you're the best uh, is that just the facts right we don't need the story um, what's your question is his thing and he's not being rude in it instead he's serving everyone in saying that serving everyone in saying what's your question or uh, let us you know like let's move on what's your point um, he's serving everyone in that he's serving the person who's speaking because it's going to help them remain conscious that they're in a group setting and that what they say and what they share affects everyone gathered and I think that's really important personally I find that really powerful um, to bring a sense of mindfulness to how what you say in a group setting of like transformation learning masterminding mentorship what you say in that kind of a container yes we all get vulnerable and respecting that vulnerability of this is not the t like the space for you to tell everyone your life story <laughs> especially because it's a group setting right it's uh, a group networking or masterminding type of group 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 I love myself a group co-creative environment uh, it, bringing that element of mindfulness I've ha have found refreshing personally now I'm you know being a Reiki master and coming from the holistic field most people would see that as like oh you're being mean right because we're all like touchy-feely huggy crunchy granola -y kinds of peeps right in the woo-woo industry but at the same time i'm very woo-woo and i like things that run on time <laughs> yeah because that keeps my level of cortisol low knowing that ah whoever is running this thing took care to make sure that it didn't get hijacked uh, by people who lack boundaries or who lack support and awareness around receiving support or who lack awareness around having boundaries it's not that you're out being a predatory dumper an emotional dumper but you're just genuinely unawares right and so I appreciate that awareness of okay share your story sharing your story versus 
having a sense of boundaries and awareness, negotiating time and energetic space in a group setting. And I'm, I'm curious, like comment below, tell me for those of you who are watching this, by the way, if you're watching on the replay, put hashtag replay. So I know it's you, right? Or hashtag live. So I know it's you. Tell me in the comments below, have you ever had this experience where someone just doesn't have any concept of the fact that they, what they're saying is affecting the group energy, right? The, or to use a woo-woo term, the group vibe, right? The killing the vibes, killing the vibes in the, in the chat, in the, in the mastermind, in the, the class, right? And at the same time though, so, okay, there's on one hand, I appreciate and honor um, people who have good emotional intelligence, um, who are emotionally balanced and conscious, uh, who are emotionally mindful and aware of their effect on the those around them and negotiating the energy of group dynamics so that everyone feels seen, held, heard, and understood, celebrated, accepted, and welcomed into the space. I have a deep appreciation for that. And I can also speak for myself personally that I have, I'm putting my hand in the air on this one, I have a pattern in me of self-silencing where I'm afraid that I'll be too big if I say anything at all. That if I share my story, that, well, it's going to affect others. So I'm, rather than just, um, rather than showing up fully in the room, I have a pattern of this personally, so I'm going to own it here. Um, I'm sharing this with you so that you can see me as a mirror, right? As if you were looking in the mirror, right, and considering yourself. That's why uh, I'm sharing this about myself. It's not just for me to dump. No, no, I'm all right. I'm supported. But I, I want to own it um, and give you permission to do the same. So I'm owning the fact that I have a pattern in me of self-silencing because I'm worried that I will take up too much space in the room, that I will make others feel small, or that if I open my mouth, other people's heads will explode. Um, and so because of that, maybe because, uh, and like insert any marginalized um, like variable, because I'm female, because I'm young, too young, because I'm too old, uh, because I'm um, too black, because I'm too white, because I'm not Jewish, because I'm not Catholic, because I'm uh, like, because I'm I'm not straight and I'm not gay because I'm blah, 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 because I'm a because I'm single because I'm an entrepreneur whatever you know insert variable insert variable absolutely but there's so many reasons I've noticed in in exploring myself and I'm curious to get you thinking about it because I'm thinking in your general direction <laughs> of self silencing. Well, we we'll make sure everybody else feels heard, and that's how I serve the group. It's by turning into wallpaper. 
And what I love about my dear friend Andrew, too, is he's like, I can't believe that about you. I've only known you as huge. <laughs> and so it's wonderful to to be in positive community with people who call you out from being blending into the wallpaper, trying to protect everyone from your energy, right? Because, well, I'm, that's me projecting, by the way. As an empath, I project on other people that my feelings, they feel them. My, my stress, my feelings, or my whatever, they feel them without any barriers. And so, therefore, I've got to turn down as much as possible to protect them from being overloaded because I know what that's like. All of that is working way harder, way harder um, than needs be, right? Because every time I celebrate something, what the feedback that I've gotten, celebrate or uh, stories that I decide, I consciously choose to tell, um, that illustrate a point I've gotten nothing but positive feedback or people feel inspired hearing my story or the things that I have to say if I take a stand or if I have a point of view or I have something I want to contribute. If I get to the point, right, if I'm telling a story to make a point, not just telling a story to think out loud and hear myself because other people are listening, because if no one's listening, I can't hear myself because no one's paying attention to me. Not for that. Instead, I'm speaking and contributing my story to make a point to illustrate something or to convey a, uh, an idea or a learning that I have that I want to gift to the group. I've got nothing but good stuff. And so I've found personally that when I implement one of the five Reiki principles of just for today, I will not worry around communication. And instead of not worrying, meaning I'm just going to be an exhibitionist and I'm going to tell, I'll put it all out there. I'm going to take up all the space unapologetically and nobody else matters. Instead, just for today, the opposite of worry instead would be just for today, I'll contribute, right? I'll contribute. Rather than worrying about what shoulda, woulda, coulda, or what happened before, and oh my God, the shoe might drop, or trying to be so smart, and I'm, I don't know who I'm talking to as I say this right now. By the way, put hashtag live if it's you, or hashtag replay if it's you. But rather than trying to be so smart as to figure out how everything is going to happen before it does, I'm just going to decide I'm going to contribute. Rather than keep silencing. And so there's two sides to this. Um, sharing your story versus having boundaries is what I've seen and what I've journeyed with personally and what I work on with my clients because there's so many of my clients are incredible experts. They are the best of the best at what they do. And there's this thing because we, me and my clients share being empathic, which means you're an emotional sponge, right? You're energetically sensitive, emotionally aware. You have a high 
emotional sensitivity, maybe not necessarily um, emotional intelligence, but high emotional awareness. So we share that, my clients and I. And what can happen is that we'll think that our feelings are dangerous because other people's feelings uh, leap onto us. There's no barriers. There's no barriers, right? And then really stick with us and we end up getting worried and anxious or ruminating on all different kinds of things that aren't even ours in the first place, right? So I help my clients um, through what I've studied am studying as well as from my own journey and from my current journey, right? From the past and the present uh, to help them really stand more in their power and show up, contribute, show up and contribute. And so this I think is really powerful. And on Clubhouse, we ended up going over by like freaking 20 minutes um, because there was a lack of boundaries um, on the part of a few people and which we're going to clean up going forward. But what was really interesting was to see how much the energy would shift when someone was just using the space to, um, to go into historic story mode rather than telling a story to make a point. There's a certain level of mindfulness and awareness that like when you're telling a story to hold on to that awareness of I'm telling this story for whom? Who am I telling this story for? So, and this is uh, I think what I'll offer today as my greatest gift because I'm, it's really blessed me um, in storytelling because, you know, I've had so much marketing coaching. Oh my God. I've had so much going on 11, 12 years of coaching straight, uh, high level coaching and, and share your story, share your story. It's like, what am I going to say? All right. Day one, I come out of my mother's vulva into the world, right? Where does the story begin? The, the bit of mindfulness that helps with sharing your story uh, around getting to a point is that it in itself is who am I telling this story for? Am I telling it for me? If I'm telling the story just for me, then that's more appropriate in like a personal or a therapy based setting. Uh, whereas if I'm telling the story really to help somebody else, I need to stay with that awareness. I feel I always, whenever I'm telling stories, like I, I hold on to the awareness of is, is this serving the person? What I'm saying is this serving who I'm talking to? Is this illustrating the point that I'm trying to make? Because it's very seductive storytelling. You can get into the emotion and reliving and reenacting and all types of stuff. But if you're not conveying the point, then all of that drama was just your own self-massage, right? And, 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 you know, feeling your oats, essentially, in front of other people. And if you're not telling the story to make a point, if you're just there just being, okay, well then, fine. Uh, but in certain contexts, that gets a little bit 
inappropriate. And I, I see this pretty rampant often. I would see it a lot, um, especially when I would lead meditation classes. It was more so in person, less now that I'm leading them on Zoom. It's interesting how something about the screen, maybe that's a whole nother conversation to have. What do screens do to us um, that creates this barrier of intimacy? Um, but in, in person, when people would come to meditation, they would think it was like 20 bucks for like a therapy session and then they'd just come dump on the group and then leave. And I had to get better and better over the years at stopping that, <laughs> right? And setting up systems to make sure that we're all remaining emotionally conscious um, in a very vulnerable and open and positive environment. So I wanted to bring that up for today's um, 45 Live. I just bring in that air of just for today, I will not worry. I'm not going to worry about um, being too big if I have something to contribute to the situation, to the conversation. Yes, I'm a person of color. Um, yes, I'm mixed race. Yes, I'm female. Yes, I'm single and unmarried and all types of little, like, yes to all of the silly, um, you know, categories, labels, and marginalized things that someone could put on me and I have something to contribute. I have something to contribute. Sure, I have feelings and maybe that'll be another 45 Live where we talk about metabolizing our feelings first before contributing so that we're not just <laughs> spewing on people because I find most people have no concept of emotional hygiene. It's impressive and this is kind of crazy but I'm gonna say it, it keeps me in business. <laughs> the fact that most people have no concept of um, emotional, personal, emotional hygiene. Like, wash your hands, brush your teeth, wash yourself, hygiene. Like, to care for the general health and immunity and just functioning of your emotional system. Most people just like, what? Have no idea. And I see it a lot in the, uh, group um, coaching, group holistic, group mastermind industries that the boundaries between gathering consciously and therapy are just blurred. Like as blurred as the background right now, just blurred. And I wonder, have you seen that too? By the way, if you're watching, put hashtag live if you're watching live or hashtag replay if you're watching the replay, so I know who to love up um, and who to pray for and send lots of juice to. Thank you for those of you who tuned in, um, as well as those of you um, who are watching on the replay. It's so wonderful to get to journey together. So I want to turn it over to you now. Hey, Sarah. Hey, Goddess. Um, I, I want to know what's been, what you've seen around... Um, sharing like people sharing their stories or even you sharing your story uh versus boundaries and energetic awareness in group settings and communication 
right? I'm, I want to hear, I, this again, I'm going to say this, I guess, every single time. This is not YouTube. This is not Netflix. This is not your TV. This is Facebook. This is a two-way conversation. And I like having an open forum to hear what you have to say. Just because I'm on screen doesn't make me the star or me the expert. Absolutely not. Nine times out of ten, whoever's watching this, Sarah, yourself included, will know a heck of a lot more than I do. Um, and I'd rather hand the mic over and hear, um, what's your take on all of this? Right? What have you seen? Um, and how do you navigate storytelling or not, right, in a group setting. Because I love the energy of being time conscious. I love the energy of things running on time. Because for me, that has to do with integrity um, rather than uh, lingering over, meaning like, oh, I'm giving and I'm over delivered. This, if I promised that it would end at this time, then I'm breaking my promise if it didn't end at that time. Does that make sense? So with all of that, that'll be my 45 Live for today. I've been having a super productive day off. Lots and lots of energy because the air quality is so much better. I'm sending you so much love, wishing you lots of energy uh, and joy and clarity as well. And so I'll end this live the same way that I always do, please. Remember to enjoy the journey. Do not lose your glow as you grow in life and business. And I'll see you tomorrow.